Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pod World Travelled. I'm Penny Thomas and I'm a travel writer here at the West Australian. And today I'm joined by Stephen Scalford, who's the travel editor at the West. And he's actually up in Kununurra at the moment in Miramar. Um, And he's going to tell us about, I guess, a few new walking trails that have been opened up there. And then he'll also discuss the opening of a new visitor centre um, up in Penalulu. So I'll, I'll introduce you, Stephen. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Very well. Um, it's good to talk to you from this amazing place. I'm standing in just as I can know. Mm. So tell us about where you are at the moment. Well, it's all a bit odd, actually, because um, a few days ago I was standing in Africa surrounded by baobab trees, and I'm standing in Kona surrounded, surrounded by baobab trees, and the landscape actually feels quite similar, except for the fact that I'm sort of right at the end of the suburbs in Kununurra, in, and I'm surrounded by, also by, these striped sandstone domes, which look a bit like a mini Bungle Bungle. Mm. Uh, this is Miramar National Park, and uh, as I say, it's right on the edge of Kununurra. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I wonder if you can hear this noise in the background. Let me just... That, that mm. you might just be able to hear the sound in the background of blowers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even here we have blowers, <laughs> but there's a reason for that, as you say. In fact, at three uh, fifteen this afternoon, um, the 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 newest walk trail in Miramar National Park is officially being opened. So the the local rangers, um, the Mirawong people, are very involved in running the park with the. Department of Biodiversity, Conservation and Attractions. Um, and that opening is this afternoon. So it's pretty exciting. It's a three and a half kilometre long walk through Miramar. I have to say it's eight, well, it's nine o'clock in the morning now and it's mm-hmm. warming up. So it's a beautiful early morning walk with um, great light. Mm, okay. And um, what's the difficulty level like for those types of walks? Uh, it's really simple. I mean, it's amazing the way they put these walks in. Uh, you know, these are expensive projects, um, but they, they've got raised sort of, you know, protected walkways over sensitive places. Um, it's all very flat. In fact, I'm standing at a junction here now. I've just moved to a junction. And all the paths to start with are sort of concreted in, the, in a sympathetically coloured concrete. They're all well signposted. Um, so very, very easy accessibility. And in fact, I'm so I'm standing in this really remote place like the Bungle Bungle, mm. almost directly opposite a disabled parking spot. Mm. So um, access has is, is really been a priority. There's, there's some new toilets here. They've got ramps. Um, so, yeah, the place looks very, very different to the dusty paths that I knew many, many, many years ago when we all scrambled through here mm-hmm. to, get, uh, to get a view of these mini bungles in Miramar. Mm. and uh, of the town itself from yeah. a high, high view, which you get at the end. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Um, and I guess would you say it's a, the ideal sort of taster for people that are travelling through the area perhaps before they go and see the Bungle Bungles, which are yeah, a real look, sort of yeah. star attraction up there? Yeah, you, you're precisely right. You're precisely right. But, you know, Kananara's got a pretty interesting uh, season ahead. Really, the dry season is just has just started. Um, it's still a bit, a bit sticky this morning and warm. But from May onwards, you know, everything will sort of be open. That's the season, May, June, July, August, and into September. 
and um, they'll have a diff- they're going to have a tricky year because the Fitzroy Crossing Bridge is really important to this place. That's mm. the bridge further down the Kimberley, which has been washed away by floods in in this wet season that we've just had. There's going to be a low level uh, crossing there, so you know traffic will be able to get through, but it's definitely not as easy. So, I mean, it's a it's just a really interesting year for Kununurra because, quite honestly, I mean, I flew up direct from Perth to Kununurra with um, Airlink, which coach shares with Qantas mm-hmm. in three hours, right. which is got to be the easiest flight I've done in the last six months. Yeah. And um, I'm flying back direct with Virgin Australia uh, the day after tomorrow. So direct flights, three hours, staying in Kununurra, even if you just hire a little car, the little RAV4 here, mm-hmm. um, and you can get to Miramar. So if, if Pernalulu is sort of beyond a shortish break, um, then this is this is a very good option. You're right. Mm. And you do get to see, uh, I guess, you sort of described it as a mini sort of version of, of the, the bungle bungles, but is there anything else that's also interesting to see where you are at the moment? Yeah, look, there's a lot of the birds just uh, just over the blower. The blower will stop in a minute, I'm sure, and then we'll hear the birds. Um, lots of finches, star finches, double finches, uh, lots of songbirds out that are whistling and watch the brown kite above me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, lots of birds. Um, there are you know lots of reptiles through here. Obviously, the snakes, but they're not going to bother you on a, on a warm day like this. So, yeah, there's there's... Uh, lots of trees, uh, bloodwoods, lots of big hardwoods from the Kimberley. Oh, here we go. Here's the Parks and Wildlife. Morning, sir. Just arriving to. He's got a blower too. He's a bit noisy. <laughs> They're getting ready um, for this so, yeah, afternoon. Lots it to yeah, everybody's getting ready for this afternoon. It's a big deal up here. Yeah, that's great. Okay, and um, I guess the other reason that you're up there is to check out the new visitor centre. Um, can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, Pernalulu, the uh, Bungle Bungle Range in Pernalulu is, is the big beehive striped domes that I'm sure most of our listeners will be familiar with that dramatic site of hundreds of beehive domes. Um, formed by, the stripes are formed by cyanobacteria in a unique process. So 20 years ago, they were listed as World Heritage Sites. So I'm also here for that sort of anniversary for two decades of that. And to mark that, the Pernalulu Visitor Centre opened out there at Pernalulu. So um, another thing to do from Kununurra, of course, is to fly uh, with this number of aviation companies here, um, which do flight seeing over the Bungle Bungle. So mm-hmm. I should be flying down tomorrow uh, with uh, uh, the government officials and the local uh, traditional owners um, to, to sort of for the opening of that, which is very much a, a DBCA project. Um, yes, he's getting his blowout. We're going to get. Well, I'm going to hurry up now. Everybody's getting very excited here. Um, so the the opening of Pernalulu Visitor is a big deal, partly because yes, you can fly fly see the bungles. You can also fly in and land at the bungles and do a walk. Mm. But yeah, most people would drive in. So the track into the bungles from. Uh, Great Northern Highway is much improved once again from the first times I did that 70 kilometres through Texas Station, pretty mm. rough. But yeah. uh, there's a spot to leave a caravan, take the vehicle in. You know, your Prado will do it. 
very nicely, and uh, the, the visitor centre will be there. So I haven't seen that yet. That's tomorrow, as I say, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I'll be walking up through Cathedral Gorge and Echidna Castle, which I, uh, you know, bring back a lot of memories to me. Um, just, Penny, just while we're, I'm standing here, I wrote, I've written a couple of novels. One was set absolutely in this landscape. So um, it's it's also, you know, a, a very big journey back to uh, to those days for me. That's it. The flow is starting. I'm finished. <laughs> that's the best way to be chuffed off a podcast, I think. <laughs> no, that's okay. I actually can't hear the, the blowers too much, but when we play it back, I'm oh, sure I'll, I'll might notice something. Um, but yeah, I was uh, actually talking to my siblings the other day about the Bungle Bungles because none of us have actually been there. And um, we were sort of, I was trying to explain from, I guess, the images, what, what it sort of looks like and how truly sort of mammoth the 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 sort of boulders and, and things really are. Um, do you remember what it was like when you first saw the Bungle Bungles? Yeah, because I, yeah, I flew in in a mustering helicopter. Wow. Um, these were early days. <laughs> I flew in a mustering helicopter. In fact, we were chasing cows on Texas Station and we, and we went on and flew over the Bungles, which is a way to do it. So from um, uh, Warman, from what, what used to be taught Turkey Creek, there are helicopter flights from there over the Bungles. So seeing it in a helicopter is one thing because you actually get closer and up there a bit more, particularly in the chasm, you'll follow that a bit. Seeing it from a plane is another thing, you know, the big caravan plane, like mm-hmm. from Kananara. But then it's a totally dis- different experience on your feet. Um, I was just talking with this, uh, talking about this with Glenn Chidlow, who's the chair of the Pernalulu World Heritage Committee. And he really made the point very strongly that seeing the Bungle Bungle Range from the air is just not the same as being on your feet in the dust walking through an intercathedral gorge, for example. Mm. So, you know, there's kind of two, it's weirdly different, two experiences. Mm. So tell your siblings, and yes, and I'll and tell you two, that the next time there's a, a bungle bungle Pernalulu trip, you're on it. Yeah, yeah, it sounds fascinating. And it also seems like it'd be quite spiritual um, just being around, I guess, the, the landscape there. It all looks quite quite lovely can you do yeah, self-guided a, tours or is it best to go with the guide up there no there'll be guided tours um uh the the traditional owners are so very engaged with the national park and with the world heritage committee um and they do tours so there are individuals and companies which do tours uh in on on your feet in Pernalulu. so mm. once again a great partnership between traditional owners um and the uh, Department of Biodiversity, Conservation and Traction. So, yeah, it's, it's all, that's working very, very well and mm. uh, a great thing to see. Yeah, and it's great to hear the, the visitor centre there is coming along too and, and I'm sure we'll hear more about that um, in your stories that will be published yeah. in the West Travel yeah, section I'm, and online. It is on Saturday. So, um, yeah, all that's going to be written. The World Trail will be written this evening and filed this evening being Wednesday for Saturday's paper and uh, supplement and tomorrow I fly back into Canada at 4 o'clock in the afternoon uh, Thursday afternoon so that'll be written and filed for Saturday's travel supplement as well yeah so very recent articles coming straight from you which is fantastic to hear yeah. um, we like it part yeah. of the press we love it yeah that's exactly it okay well I guess thanks for uh, chatting with us today Stephen and we can't wait to sort of read what what your experience is like um, when the stories do get published so well, thanks for your time great to talk to you I feel very privileged to be on your what's probably your first real official podcast yes so. 
my first phone in as well, which is... Um, yeah, and your first phone in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be plenty more to come, but glad this one's gone off without a hitch so far. So that's good. Years, years and years ahead of us. That's fantastic. Thanks, Wonderful. Penny. Wonderful. Thanks, Stephen. Speak to you soon. Okay. Bye. See you. Bye.